Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. And this segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto. Right out there on 49 in Florence. Go see Justin and the team. Uh, is your check engine light on? If it is, go to A1 Gear and Auto. Are your brakes squealing and grinding? Any of that stuff. Is your car running hot? All that. But look, man, what they specialize in is your ring and pinion and gears and transfer cases and rear ends and differential stuff, all that. You hear, if you got a roaring, if you've upgraded your wheels and tires and you need to get the right size ring and pinion to go with those wheels and tires. And hey, you can't just do the back. You got to do the front too. All you folks lifting these Jeeps up, you know what I'm talking about. Um, that it just ain't pulling quite as hard as it's supposed to because you've got a oversized wheel and tire. Take it to A1 Gear and Auto. Let them get it taken care of for you. Hey, it's going to be cold when you wake up tomorrow morning. Is your thermostat good in your vehicle? Does your heat work? I know we don't like thinking about the heat around here in Mississippi too much, but when it's cold, especially 30 degrees in the morning, get by A1 Gear and Auto. Make sure everything's working. Uh, you can give them a call today at 601-939-1060. That's A1 Gear and Auto right there in Florence. All right. We've um we've hit a lot of national stuff this morning. Uh, just kind of talking about the George Floyd, Black Lives Matter nonsense. And I saw a post on WLBT the other day over the weekend. It's um you know they pro the Poor People's Campaign was protesting again in Mississippi um, last Monday down in the Capitol on Capitol Street. Is what I'm trying to say in front of the governor's mansion, and it said they want their voices to be heard. Well. It's their voices that have gotten America into this nonsense that we're in. It's their voices that have gotten Jackson into the situation it's in. I mean, they have nobody to blame if their voices aren't being heard but themselves. What's the name of that black national anthem song Thomas likes so much? Lift all voices and sing or something? You heard, heard you loud and clear. You like living in a city with complete lawlessness. You like living in a city with no water. You like living in a city with corrupt politicians. They keep playing you for fools. I have heard you loud and clear. You like living in a city where shooting at parked police cars is just an acceptable way of life. Now, I'm not making that up. W-A-P-T. Over the weekend, Keegan Fox did a story. I think it came out last Wednesday or Thursday. And it kind of flew under the radar. JPD had a car with a police officer sitting in it, shot at the other night in Jackson. And and this is the day after a Greenville police officer gets killed. And nobody bats an eye. Actually, I think it happened the same night, now that my memory serves me correct. Because the same guy that sent me the tip about what was going on in Greenville also overnight sent me. He said, man, they have they've shot a JPD officer. His story was a little off. They shot at shot the car they were in. The officer didn't actually get a bullet to catch a, catch a bullet. But that's what's going on. So the Poor People's Campaign loves this stuff. This is what they want. This is what they vote for. This is who they, you know, uh, Rakita Lumumba, uh, the mayor's sister, is a big part of all this. And then this is what they support, complete lawlessness. But they're running out of people to blame. 
other than themselves. You, you can't continue to have full control of everything and continue to blame racism. You, you cannot have full control and blame racism. You can't. You know, and you're not getting your way, you know, furthermore, about the racism part. You're not getting your way does not mean something is racist. Oh, they ain't giving us what we want because they're white, you know, because I'm black. No, because you're idiots. That's a bad idea. That's why you ain't getting what you want. Like, somebody has to be the adult in the room. You know, we were promised that when, that when all y'all had to do, just let us elect Joe Biden, just let, keep pretending this election wasn't rigged, elect Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris and the adults are going to be back in the room. That's what we were told. The adults were going to be back in the room. I have not seen very many adult decisions made on any level since the quote-unquote adults got back in the room. It's just been a complete debacle. Complete debacle. Anyway. That's the two things I wanted to hit was the poor people's campaign saying they want their voices to be heard. And the fact that they're shooting at JPD in Jackson <clears throat> to little to no fanfare at all. And when by fanfare, I just mean news stories. I, 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 what a hellhole. That's all I got to say. Well, that's not all I got to say. That's where I should stop it. You know, so I posted the story about them shooting at cops in Jackson on the Save Jackson Instagram. And one of the replies that I got was from a guy basically saying, if they'll shoot cops, imagine what they'll do to you. And he was insinuating that they, that, uh, they would shoot me too. Imagine if they'll shoot cops, they'll dang sure shoot you. And it's just par for the course around here. I said, thank you for making my argument for me. You made my argument for me. If y'all will shoot cops, you'll shoot anybody. And further to that point, a story over the weekend where they found a, let's make sure I word it right here. I think a 60 year old man or something along those lines found his body. Here it is right here on WLBT.com. 62-year-old man found dead inside trunk of vehicle with gunshot wounds in Jackson. A man was found dead inside the trunk of his vehicle in Jackson. It happened on Newton and Lynch. Deputy Chief Derek Hearn says officers arrived on the scene and found 62-year-old Thelvin Carr with gunshot wounds. Investigators with the department say they believe the incident to be drug-related. So let's do this. Let's click on Jackson crime. Let's click on Jackson homicides. And let's see if we have updated the homicide rate. We have. According, as of this morning, on WLBT.com, CJ LeMaster's murder tracker, Jackson murder tracker, because no other city has enough of them to actually have a tracker. 2022 homicides, 110. And uh, here's my favorite part of doing this, is I like to compare where we are tracking uh, as opposed to last year's record-breaking pace of 153. So last year, on this day in history, which is, uh, what is today, the 16th. So last year, 
on the 16th, there were, so actually there's not a number for the 16th, it was the 15th. We were at 118, so we're only eight off. We're closing the gap. But between the 15th and the 17th last year, there were three homicides. So if we get to the 17th, they had 121 last year. And was so that'll be tomorrow. So they would have to be, um, what's that? 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever. My goodness, they kill, they kill each other a lot in Jackson. To get from 108 to 121 would be 12, 13. You need 13 in the next 24 hours. I know y'all can do it. I know you can do it. If you really put your minds to it, I know y'all can do it. Golly. Racism. <laughs> Racism is white flight. White flight did it. Oh, man. Oh, uh, about the fair, too. Somebody texts in on the Guns and Gear text line and says, it was very clean down there this year, too. Kudos to the people that kept it clean. But that's definitely unusual for Jackson. I know y'all get mad at me. Somebody got mad at me the other day. They were like, you're hurting all these. I've bitched about this before. Oops. I've raised Kane about this before. That You're hurting Jackson talking about this stuff. No, I'm not. Y'all are hurting Jackson by doing it. Now you, y'all, you do is bring negative attention. This guy named Josh got on my Facebook the other day, you know, mad at me because I said something about getting shot at Jackson gas stations. He's like, all you do is use this platform to tear Jackson down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, when it started off, I was still a little naive. I was. I thought, man, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to uncover corruption. I'm going to make a difference. No, they don't want nobody to make a difference. They don't want nobody to make a difference. We're talking about a city. We're talking about a city in a first world country for now in the United States of America that when the city does roadblocks to try to get criminals off the street to try to find illegal guns, illegal drugs, the citizens of that city sue the city. And the city, because it's ran by a bunch of morons, agrees to a consent decree to basically quit doing roadblocks. A city that with 153 homicides last year and 110 this year hasn't had a single town hall to discuss holding themselves accountable but they had town halls and press conferences because Capitol Police had to kill one of their one of their one of their very own. They hate law enforcement. They do not want law enforcement involved. They want to keep killing and robbing and pillaging this community of every resource it has. And playing the woe is us oppressed for a living game while they're doing it. You can't have it all. You know, they don't want Jackson to be saved. I've said this a million times. I'm going to say it again. The money is in the medicine, not the cure. They don't want to win. They don't. If all the problems are solved, you see what idiots they are. I mean, that's why they were trying so bad 
to make this last Capitol shooting, Capitol Police shooting, a race deal. They wanted to turn that guy into the Jacktown George Floyd so bad because it would take the attention away from what a terrible job they've been doing. Because, I mean, I keep seeing it. Because I, I, I see a lot of stuff on social media some of y'all might not see. I have a lot of followers from Jackson. So I see what they're posting. I see what they're commenting in my post. They're getting, your average normie black Jacksonian is getting fed up with this stuff. And they're starting to talk out about it. But their way of getting them back in line is roll out some uh, white cops kill black guy nonsense. No, 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 get it. But, but don't forget, even with all the stuff bad we're doing, don't forget that they're hunting black folks out in the streets. Meanwhile, they're actually hunting police in the streets. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back here on 103.9 WYAB. Tools when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get out to Lakeland Glass and Tent for all your automotive, home, or business window tinting needs. Also, if you need a windshield in your vehicle, they got you taken care of there too, as well as wraps on your vehicle. Want to change the color? Tired of looking at that color? Go to Lakeland Glass and Tent. Pick a color. They'll wrap it. Change the color. Boom. Without all the body shop mess. <laughs> but, you know, uh, more realistically, what most people do with wraps are they get their business on the side of them. You know, they turn their business, their vehicle into a rolling billboard. Um, you realtors out there, a great way to get your brand out there. You're, on, you're in your cars a lot. You're running around showing houses. Put your face on the side of your vehicle. Go to Lake and Glass and Tent. They can make it happen. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. Give them a call. 601-946-1000. All right. So on the Mac hike of Flowwood phone line, we've got a caller here. Good morning, caller. You're on there. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. You know, cut, cut your radio down if you don't mind. Long zero. Can you hear me? I can. Am I online or? Yes, you're on there. Oh, well, good morning. This is Master D. Hey, D. Uh, Mr. Edwards, uh, uh, I'm not pro-black. I'm a black nationalist, uh, just like you are a white nationalist. And being a black nationalist, a white nationalist, you believe in your nation. You believe in uh, America. Well, I'm a nationalist that just so happens to be white. I'm not a quote-unquote white nationalist. Donald Donald Trump is a white nationalist. Uh, You're a white nationalist. I'm I'm a black nationalist. We we uh, your mother didn't give you a big old. Uh, bookcase of black history books. So uh, our backgrounds are quite different. You cannot imagine what a black nationalist is, just like I can't imagine what a white nationalist is. But I get this identity of they're both the same in one. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But there's nothing wrong with being a nationalist, whether white or black, because it lets you know that my community needs this, and your community need that. It's nothing wrong with you wanting your community, but it can't operate as a whole, you see. Just like the city of Jackson. The city of Jackson is a black man's problem. It has to be put in place by white man policy. You understand what I'm saying? 
So they 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 different, but they one and the same. Uh, we shouldn't be doing the R and D. That's what's going on in this country, the R and the D. If, uh, at the end of the day, it's still the R and the D. It need to be about the money. It needs to be about the money, Clay. If we can send billions to Ukraine, uh, we, and then it needs to be spread out. We don't need to be in clanisms or tribalisms or tribes or whatever. If uh, this family shouldn't be like that, that family should. We all should be doing a collective bargaining thing to solve our problems in the world because it's still at the end of the day, uh, it's a system and plan in place. And people call me crazy, but if Russia can tell you what America has planned for its system, don't you think America should know what America has for its system? Yes. It's, we're going to concentration camps for war. Uh, we're going to food crisis. We could possibly have a nuclear war, and then it ain't going to be no color barrier because it's going to be in survival mode, and we're not even prepared to even have a nuclear uh, – if we had a nuclear catastrophe, a lot of people so dumb in Mississippi, they think Mississippi is the dumbest state in the Union. Actually, Mississippi is the smartest. It's number two on the national map to be a place to live. Mountain County, whatever, they live in Hound the Hog over there. But let's fast forward to that, Clay. Mississippi people who are listening, white and black, is one of the most strategic aeronautical places in America. It is targeted in a nuclear strike. So we need to get our heads wrapped around that and other stuff. And yes, crime need to be put in control. If you don't have your master cops in there that know what's going on, Clay, it's not, it's just a smoking gun. It's just a George Cyrus over here and the big Exxon's over there and this over there. It's really a mess in this country, Clay. It's a hot, absolute mess. I couldn't agree more. And we need, as black people, first get rid of the R&D, become new conservative alliance. And if uh, let's take back our party, black nationalists. Our party was started by first what was called the Republican Party, white uh, nationalists, uh, uh, ab- white abolitionists, and free black men. Okay, you took that from us. God dog it. Everything we do is being taken away from them, and then we'll begin giving, instead of giving the steak sandwich, we'll give them a bologna sandwich. And that's what we have in Jackson, Clay. We're eating bologna. We should be eating steak. While they're eating uh, steak. For America, I'm going to say this, Clay. If you don't pay reparations to the children of Israel, which are the black people in America, America will fail. It's a written prophecy. And then we need to separate and leave America because we're going to World War Three, people. Thank you, and have a good day. Shalom. Thank you, Master D. We, uh, now, I think one thing we agree on wholeheartedly is we don't need to be sending this dang money to Ukraine. Um, I will absolutely sign off on that. Let's see here. Um, man, I got a text last night. From a fella, <clears throat> I don't know if he wants me to say his name, so I won't. But I'm just going to read this to you. This is concerning Clinton and the medical marijuana initiative. So this is from a this is from a texter on the Guns in Your Text line last night. He says, "Not Jackson, but I figured it would it would be up your alley." 
I've got a strong inside source in the city of Clinton government backstory. 77% of the voters in Clinton voted to have medical marijuana sale distribution and grow in the city limits. The Board of Aldermen voted it down 5-2, to even though their citizens voted to have it. The mayor even said if it passed, he would veto it. This has now forced the citizens to petition the board for a special election. They have, they have the signatures, and it's being verified. This election will cost the taxpayers of Clinton around $20,000. Fast forward to tomorrow's board meeting, that's today. The city government has gotten together and decided to rezone tons of commercial and agricultural land in the city to residential. This is being done so that even after the weed vote gets passed, there will now be a very there will now be very limited places in Clinton that it will be allowed on, and what places it can be done on in the city that the city controls. The entire city of Clinton government is openly against weed and is doing everything they can to stop it, even though seventy seven percent of the voters in the city want it. The chief the chief of police even said he's against it even if the citizens want it. Clinton government starting to look like Jackson Jr. over here. Except in Jackson, they are arms wide open for the medical marijuana. But I get your point from a, uh, you know, what sounds like corruption to an extent. I, look, I understand the old school conservative mindset that says all drugs are bad. I, I, I get it. I, I do. I don't agree with it. I You know, I, I'm pro- I'm pro pot, pro weed. I'm pro for the weed. Not my thing. But I know so many people, so many, like good, what you would call traditional conservatives, church every Sunday, work every Monday, that smoke pot every day. And I just, I, it, it hasn't ruined their lives. And also to people that pot was a gateway drug to other things. I was one of those people myself early in life. I was. I smoked pot before I ever uh, drank drank liquor, you know, and uh, it led to other doing other drugs. I'm not saying that the pot made me suddenly crave uh, stronger narcotics, but it loosened up my inhibitions to say, well, you know, I smoked weed. It didn't have a bad effect. Let me try that pill. Let me try that cocaine. Let me try whatever. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying I ain't an idiot, by the way, but the pot did lead me to you know loosen my inhibitions up. Because that fourth wall was kind of gone at that point. So I say all that to say I understand why they think they're doing the right thing, but you can't go against the you can't go against the the, the majority, in my opinion. And uh, I think what they're doing, I think that is shady. If they if that is all the case, I have not had a chance to dig into it. But I don't believe my texture would would lie about what's going on there. So, what do you guys think about that? I mean, do you think that the city should be going against the will of the people. I absolutely do not. And I tend to think that even our most law-abiding anti-drug listeners are also patriots and constitutionalists and don't believe that the government should be going against the will of the people. Let's see here. Got some text on the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, Reagan can says the problem is not the police. The problem is the po-parenting politicians and civil leaders dare not say 
for fear of being accused of believing it personal responsibility. I guess it was by some earlier texts there. I mean, earlier comments. Uh, Rick says, I know everyone is worried about World War III and having the economy collapse. People wonder what they can do because they don't know what or how to do things like framing. I encourage people to just start. You won't know what to do until, I'm sorry, you won't know what you don't know till you do it. Learn your weak spots while it doesn't cost that much to fix them. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, look, when we come back, man, I want to talk about something that popped off at Lanier High School and uh, the stuff in Clinton, the weed stuff in Clinton is up for uh, up, up for conversation. If y'all want to talk about that, Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Mac Hike and Flowwood phone line, 601-879-0002. They were fighting and busting out Dracos at Lanier High School the other day. Video all over the internet, and it didn't even make the news. More about it here on the other side of the show, other side of this break. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Keith's Lock and Key, family-owned and operated right here in central Mississippi since Ronald Reagan was president. With a combined experience of nearly 50 years, Keith's Lock and Key is here for all of your commercial and residential locksmith needs. Give my buddy Brad a call. Keith was the dad. He is no longer with us. The son Brad has taken over the business and they are rocking and rolling, man. It's mobile. They're statewide. So for all your residential, commercial needs, safe uh, locksmithing needs, the whole nine yards, everything but automobiles, Keith's Lock and Key. Go ahead, pull your phone out, save this number so you'll have it. 601-278-1459. 601-278-1459. You can text them or you can call them. That's Keith's Lock and Key. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day. <laughs> it's a cell phone. You can reach him all the time. Tell Brad Clay said, hey. All right. Hey, man, if you're uh, if real quick, in case I don't get a chance to mention it later on in the show, get to run in my mouth or whatever. It's, uh, it's Monday night football tonight. You're going to be sitting around the house. Monday's hard enough to, than having to worry about dinner. So hit up Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Swing by on your way home. Pick up a pizza. Deep fried pizza, a burger, some pasta, whatever. You can also have it delivered. Pull up your favorite food delivery app. We recommend Take a Break Deliveries here at WYAB. Order from Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's, located right there in Fannin Mart on the res. All right. So, Lanier High School last week, some. <clears throat> Some, they were having a pep rally or something or another. They were all in the gymnasium for something. I assume it was a pep rally. All hell breaks loose. I mean, the whole place starts fighting. Some kid pulls out a Draco. That's a, a fancy word for machine gun. And not a word about it. So this this mom or woman shares a bunch of these videos and pictures in one post on Facebook. You know, I don't know how she gets, how people get more than one video to upload. I can't ever get more than one video to upload, neither here nor there. I shared her post on the Save Jackson. Just shared her post. My post got deleted by Facebook, and I got put in jail for in Facebook jail for twenty four hours for sharing her post. Meanwhile, her post did not get deleted and was still up. 
I'm convinced this is going to make some people mad. I'm convinced because she is a black female that she's allowed to post whatever she wants. And enough of the wrong people complain about my post. So it makes my page more, more likely to be posting something they don't like. So my stuff gets deleted. But more to the story. Facebook nonsense aside, Jackson Public Schools are a war zone. It ain't just Jackson either. Democrat public schools are a war zone. Or, or all public schools, frankly, are a war zone. If they're getting federal funds, it's a, a culture war, but a war zone nonetheless. In Meridian over the weekend, I've gotten reports. You know, Brandon went over there and played Meridian. I've gotten multiple reports from people about shootings outside the game or gunshots outside the game. Heck, Meridian had to cancel a game earlier this year over suspected gang activity or something like that. My, I'm kind of shooting from the top of my mind here. I don't remember exactly. But more than one game in the state of Mississippi has had to been canceled this year because of fear of gang violence at the gang at the games. The Greenville Hot Tamale Festival over the weekend. That came very close to getting canceled after the cop got killed there in Greenville over the week because it's uh it's all gang stuff. They were worried about the safety of everybody, but fortunately, our public safety commissioner, Sean Tindall, stepped up and sent some law enforcement up there to help cover the event safely. I mean, how great has Sean Tindall been? I mean, my goodness, he has stepped up. He's saving Jackson with the Capitol Police. He he assisted in saving the fair after the crawfish boil debacle, the massacre. He's helping these events in these big in these small towns that are riddled by Democrat violence. I mean, this Sean Tindall could end up being our governor one day. I don't know if he has aspirations to do it, but with what. With his stance with law enforcement and what he's willing to do, and he's willing to stand out in front and take those daggers to get his guys back. I like it. I like it. I hadn't even thought about it until I just said it out loud there. But when you're doing that good of a job, you got. There's bigger plans for you. There's got to be. There is a next step if he wants to take it. It'd be nice to get somebody like that in that lieutenant governor seat. Not Delbert the Democrat. I tell you what, I hope y'all don't vote for Delbert again. I hope y'all feel bad about getting tricked with those commercials with his mama, who ain't his mama, by the way, was an actress. I am fed up with politicians running on these vanilla platforms and tricking people with funny commercials. I need to know, who are you? I need to see your record. You're gonna have to. You're gonna, you're gonna have to come up with something. I need to know who you are. I need to know a little bit more about you. Because Delbert, the Democrat, had been nothing but a Democrat. We have a white liberal as the lieutenant governor of the state of Mississippi. Anyway, hopefully, hopefully the uh, the dirt sheets, the rumors are true, and Chris McDaniel's runs for lieutenant governor. I think that would be phenomenal. And I think if he ever had a shot, if he ever had a shot at it. The time is now. People are mad. People want change. 
You know, let's not forget, you know, going back to the George Floyd stuff earlier in the show, the BLM riots and all that stuff. Never forget when we protested in front of the Capitol, they told us we were racist because we just wanted to let Mississippi go back to work. You're racist white supremacists for even suggesting go back to work. But when the BLM marches came storming through Jackson, the very people that told us we were racist, bigots, uh, COVID spreading killers for wanting to go back to work, those people in the white coats at UMMC went out there and they kneeled on their knees in the grass in front of UMMC for BLM and said, some protests are just too important not to have. COVID is taking a break. They're wearing their face mask. <laughs> Don't forget all these politicians that were in office when all this stuff went down. That's all I'm saying. Delbert. I mean, I look, I've been on the Tate train here lately because it's going to be hard to get to the right of Tate. But Tate closed churches. Tate said some Mississippians' jobs were more important than others. Essential and unessential. If I'm running against any of these people, I don't care how good of a job they're doing now. They showed what they will do to you when their bell is rung. They will decide who's essential, who's unessential. I mean, look, I was blessed to be an essential employee. But you know what my job was? Selling cars. Selling cars. Was I really essential? I mean, if we're talking about the world's most deadliest pandemic ever, was I any more essential than the restaurant worker? I don't think so. I think we're all essential. I don't think I was any more or less essential. So these are the things that people need to be reminded of as we get closer to, to election season. And I, I just want answers for it. It was just like with Michael Guest in the January 6th stuff. A simple, I was wrong. We made a mistake. Here's the data. The data proved out to be this. But just not mentioning it with these people ain't going to work. Somebody needs to, I want explanations. Would you do it again, given the same circumstances? Would you lock us down again and decide who's essential and unessential, given the same circumstances? Would you mandate vaccines given the same circumstances again? I want to know these things. I don't care how right a center you are right now. I don't care how much abortion you stopped. I don't care how what you're doing with the Jackson Water stuff. I don't care how good you look. I don't care if you're saying all the right things to make me happy today. The two years of COVID was hell. And I want to make sure that we'll never have to go through that again. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. We're going to take a break real quick. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. When necessary. Welcome back in to the last segment of the day here on the Clay Edwards Show. It's Monday. When you wake up tomorrow morning, it will be cold outside. Are you excited? I'm excited. I just ordered a new hoodie that I can't wait to wear. I hope it's here in time. It says, kill all pedophiles. <laughs> ordered it at strugglejennings.com. My boy Struggle selling some cool hoodies yeah hey look man so many artists sorry (laughs) apparently instagram was up on my phone so many artists are so quick to kneel to the left and to take a knee to black lives matter uh 
Guys like Struggle Jennings are out there standing up for us. Guys like Aaron Lewis are standing up for us. Stand up for them. Support them. They support us. Go order a Kill All Pedophiles hoodie. <laughs> we'll wear our Kill All Pedophiles hoodie down to Fondren. Boy, they'll be running scared, won't they? They'll be running scared around there. Hold on now. How do you know? <laughs> I'll never be able to, to to not laugh at them. Look, we got a call on the Matt Kiger Fluid phone line I forgot about here. Hey, caller, sorry about that. You're on there. Oh, that's fine. Listen, Clay, you're just talking about the whole COVID thing. Everything, I'm not, first of all, I'm not saying COVID wasn't real. People didn't die from it. People were severely harmed, you know, even Kim Wade. But the way the whole thing that COVID was handled was a scam, especially the vaccines. Of course, the lockdowns led to the mass. The mass led to the vaccines. And the vaccines is a crime that's still being perpetuated. And um, everyone should see what the Pfizer executive told one of the members of uh, the European Parliament. Said Didn't that even test it. Not even tested. And now we know that exactly that the vaccines doesn't stop the spread. Not only was it not tested to stop the spread, but the lie was put out there to the American public to, oh, this thing is like 98% effective. Well, we know it, they told us a lie, but they had to tell the truth to Parliament. And when will we see accountability? And we have to be the ones to bring accountability to the elected officials who fell for this and who actually pushed it on us. Agreed. 100%, brother. 100%. You know, somebody hit me up, and I didn't go to the fair this year. I haven't been in a few years. It just ain't my thing to each their own. But they said, man, there are still people down here at the fair walking around with face masks on. There is no reason for it. I can't believe they're allowing people into the fairgrounds on state property still covering their face. Just from a public safety standpoint, that feels dangerous to allow somebody to cover their face and give them a free pass for it. Hey, brother, I would, I'd love to hear you reply, but i got to go. We're coming up here on the top of the hour. Have a blessed one. You too. Bye-bye. You know, <clears throat> yeah, man, the, the audacity. These people still wearing masks. You're trying to keep people from bringing guns into the fairgrounds, but you let them wear masks. So if they break if they break the law, nobody can identify them. I, I don't get it. It's when are we going to wake up from this and people are going to say no more mask allowed in here, no more face mask. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. Mike Madison is back, back from assignment. He's coming up next here on 103.9 WYAB. See y'all tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.